Welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. I'm your host, Evan Uitake, and I'm so excited that you've tuned in. Here at the Young Businessmen of Tulsa, our mission is focused on connecting, developing, and inspiring young business leaders to find and pursue their passion. This podcast is sponsored by Trost Marketing. Promoting your business through marketing is essential for growth. Without marketing, you lack the ability to create a conversation with your potential customers. At Trost Marketing, we provide marketing solutions that fuel growth. We are your source for all of your printing needs, as well as branded apparel and promotional items. If your business wants to stand out to potential customers, contact the marketing experts at Trost Marketing. Visit us at trostmarketing.com or call us at 866-492-7820. Young (laughs) businessmen, welcome to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast. I'm your host, Evan Uitaki, and I want to welcome you. It's been been a couple of uh, days, a couple of weeks since uh, we've actually recorded a podcast like this. Uh, I actually got pretty caught up for a while, and so we were able to enjoy the holidays. And so at the time of recording this, this is podcast number 19, and uh, it's good to be back in the saddle again. I'm enjoying it. Hopefully you guys are enjoying this. This has been a, a fun adventure for me. We're on, like I said, number 19, which uh, pretty soon will be uh, of drinking age in, in podcast uh, episodes. So excited to hit that number 20 and, and keep going from there. I'm really excited to bring uh, a good friend of mine as a guest on today. I know you guys don't always want to just listen to me uh, talking to myself. So it's, uh, it makes it more fun when I have guests. And this, this guest right here, good friend of mine, Mr. Paul Wizakowski. Paul, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for uh, hopping on uh, for the second time. Yes. Oh, my goodness. It's going to get even better on this round. Yeah. I'm excited to be here. So I say it's the second time because we actually recorded this podcast about two <laughs> weeks ago. And uh, really? I know that I've mentioned multiple times and I'm still figuring this thing out. We, we are still a young podcast as we are the Young Businessmen of Tulsa. But I recorded the entire podcast with me and Paul talking to the microphone. I mean, it was a solid 30, 35 minutes of awesomeness, probably – I would venture to say the best podcast I have ever done in my life. And, yeah, uh, all our wisdom just pouring. Oh out. man, no oh. ums. It was it was it was beautiful. It was a thing of beauty. So I got it. I went to you know import it to start editing the entire file and found out that my computer's microphone had been recording as opposed to my nicer microphone. And the whole thing sounded like static with a with just a whisper of us in the back, background. And I've already put everybody through Brian Smith with an echo. Like it sounded like he was uh, uh, doing a podcast in a can. Uh, so I apologize on that one. I, I could not put our listeners through that again because I just couldn't clean up that file. So I think we have it figured out this time. And, and Paul, I appreciate you being uh, patient. <laughs> And understanding. <laughs> Paul, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about who you are and what you do? Because uh, my little yeah. my little uh, audio error is something that I'm sure you've, you've done before in, in your line of work as well. A time or two. Uh, it, rarely do you get a, a second chance at it. So here we go. Yes. And, uh, man, uh, awesome. Uh, I, I, first off, thank you for what you're doing with Young Business of Tulsa with the podcast and, and your sponsorships and helping us build a community of leaders um, in, in Tulsa. It, it means a lot to me to be a part of it. So thank you for your help in this. Oh, you're welcome. So with regards to me and my business, uh, I, I am a storyteller at heart. I love to create content. I love to uh, write and script and dream stories that reach people, that create emotions, and more importantly, create thoughts. Uh, I've done that uh, through advertising efforts. Uh, my background's in advertising for the last 14, yeah, going on 15 years. 
and uh, I've I've helped build production companies, build ad agencies, video departments. I've helped um, run campaigns all over the country, some internationally, and um, I left all of that about two years ago, two and a half years ago, to start my own production company called Social Arcs, and phase one of this effort is basically to continue doing what I was doing at the pleasure of agencies. I'm, I help develop stories, lead production teams all over uh, to create stories. But we're moving towards creating our own original content. We've got some really cool stuff that's going to launch uh, this year. Exciting. Here we are. It's, it's really awesome to have you on first and foremost. But second of all, just the amount of creativity it takes to do the things that you do. And, and I, I've gotten to know you over the last couple of years and kind of see all the different entrepreneurial things you've done, all the creative things you've done. So it's really cool to kind of, first of all, have this opportunity to talk to you because one of the things I love about the podcast is I can traditionally ask questions that I wouldn't normally ask people mm-hmm. uh, yeah. on, on the street. It's, it's, it's one of those things where you, know, you see somebody, you haven't seen them for a while, and you go, hey, man, how's it going? And they say, good. And then you say, uh, and then they say, how are you, how are you doing? And, and I say, great. Yeah. And then that's it. That's about as deep as we go. And <laughs> I got to the point where that really started to bug me because I was like, I remember when I was like really struggling one time and, uh, I just had a horrible day. It was a horrible week, uh, that was like turning into a horrible month and people kept asking me how I was doing. And I kept saying good. And yeah. I was just like, I just didn't yep. want to talk about it. And I was like, man, I, it really bugs me that you never really can go deep in a, into a true conversation. But I feel like the podcast, when we do it in this format, it just opens mm-hmm. all the doors up and, and it's, it's, it's more fun. So I appreciate you well, hopping on. And I, yeah. know, I know you got a lot to say, that's for sure. But I what do, comes to you is I will, I will drop down those walls and, and be vulnerable here with you. Oh, man. Uh, I am, I'm not doing just good. Uh, there's a lot of excitement and pent up excitement going on. But yeah. Let's jump in. Oh, yeah. Well, one of the main reasons that I wanted to have you on was uh, last month at our uh, YBT Mentor Forum. And for those of you who don't know what it is, it's basically, uh, it's not a podcast, uh, but we have conversations kind of like what we do on the podcast. We get a a group of the members together and we just kind of start talking. We will usually have a moderator or somebody who will kind of hint on some topics and then we'll kind of go from there. But what I love about that venue is... Um, people really start to open up. They feel safe. They feel like, uh, you know, everybody's there to kind of help each other get better work or uh, there's people that have kind of gone through some of the same things that uh, some of the other people have gone through. And so it's, it's kind of refreshing to, to have the ability to talk about some of that stuff because no we, we as guys don't normally do that. We, we hold it in and, and uh, we, we try to, you know, put out this front about how amazing we are, but we could be hurting on the inside. And, and so sometimes just getting it out there and then finding out that you're not alone uh, mm-hmm. makes a big difference. And, uh, you know, it's, it's not all mushy. We have a great time. We, you know, we, we joke and talk about sports and, you know, manly stuff too. We chop down trees. But uh, what it ultimately comes down to, like, you know, one of the topics that we were talking about, uh, Paul, you were there, and you actually yeah. made a statement that really jumped out at me. You said um, something along the lines of you had to realize that your path was not the same path as other people. And you were kind of getting yeah. into this uh, yeah. comparison trap to mm-hmm. where you would see what other people were doing, and it would frustrate you, or you feel like you weren't uh, you know, really where you should be in life. And yeah. I think I latched onto that because I realized that you were you were reading my mail. 
or at least you were reading my mail at, at one point in my life where sure. I was always looking at what other people were doing and just saying, well, am I, am I doing what I should be? So I want you to kind of develop that a little bit further. Where, where, where did that come from for you? And what did, what did that statement exactly mean to you sure. at the time? And, and now that you know that we've kind of been you know, hitting on that, what, what does it mean to you now? Sure, sure, sure. Well, obviously, at the forum, I mean, that night, I didn't come prepared to speak about any one thing. I was just being open, uh, yeah. you know, as, as other guys were, were opening up about where they were at, what they were doing. And uh, it just, I kept coming back to this, this, you know, what am I dealing with? Well, man, I, I guess if I had to put words to it, um, I'm just kind of wrestling with this sense of, am I really on the right path? Am I, am I heading in the direction that matters, that's going to get me where I want to be? And I, it kind of just came out in the sense of, with the words, "Hey, I'm struggling with, you know, comparison." And 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 the realization there is the, the the conclusion to all of that. At the end of it is, my path is not your path. Your path, you know, if I'm looking at you or or some of the other fellows around the room, is not my path. You know, as, as that kind of started to unlock some more thoughts for me, it was kind of freeing. I didn't realize I was kind of in that funk. Uh, this was at the time it was at the end of the year. Uh, you know, I'd, I'd been doing this my business for a good two years, and you know, there, there's there's seasons in life, there's seasons in business where you've already made the decisions. Now you just got to go do it. You got to go walk it out, and and you can cast vision all you want, but you need to make today happen. And and um, and you start building routines, you start building processes, you start looking for efficiencies, you start you know delegating and. That's all great, but as after a while, you know, you start to feel like, is this it? Is this what I'm building? Is this what I'm trying to do? And you kind of got to shake that off and reimagine, re-envision what's going on. And I think what I was just in the middle of that moment, or at least on that that kind of trend towards feeling like I'd kind of been in a routine. And uh, you know, I, I am by default, my nature is is very vision casting, vision focused. I dream a lot. I love to write about it. Uh, and, um, you know, in the middle of that moment of feeling like, man, uh, am, am I heading down the right path? You, you start looking at other people who are, you know, uh, well, the most obvious thing is you, you look at what they're doing or have or what they use or their drive. And there's, there's a litany of ways to compare. And, um, you know, I, I don't want to compare. I don't want to be trying to do what somebody else is called to do or what somebody else has chosen to pursue. I want to do what God has called me to do and to pursue my my with my talents and, and gifts that I've developed that God has given me. I want to pursue my path. And uh, that is all summed up in the sense of what we talked about that night. Yeah, your path is not my path. I need to focus on my path. Absolutely. And I think we're programmed to compare. It's, it's not necessarily compare lives, but I think we're programmed. Just look at sports. I mean, there, there's a constant comparison. You have a scoreboard, right? Yeah. Yeah. So you're always looking at who's winning, who's in the lead, who's looting, like who's slacking, who's, who's in last place. Well, at least yeah. I'm not doing as bad as that guy, or man, if I can only do as good as that, as that guy, like, it's something that indirectly we're trained to because we want to be competitive, right? We want to be the best. We we believe that if we put our mind to it, we can we can achieve you know whatever we want. And, and even you know God talks about our purpose, you know, helping us achieve our true purpose, which is success, right? And so everybody yes. wants 
to be successful. But I think the challenge that you run into is you start looking around other people and that becomes your focus. Your focus becomes the score in terms of how you're doing compared to all those other people, as opposed to your own set defined score. Uh, because your defined scoreboard, like what you may be getting, um, scored versus, uh, somebody else may be completely different. I think there was somebody that, that talked, I, I, yeah. it might've even been a, a political thing, but it was something along the lines of, if who was successful was determined by who could climb a, a tree the fastest, well, a shark versus yeah. a monkey, the yeah. monkey's going to win, but the, the shark is completely different in, in yeah. what it can do and can be, be successful in what it does. And it, it's just a completely different skill set. That reminds me, and it might be what you're thinking of, is that quote from, I believe, Einstein, who said, you know, we're all geniuses, but if you judge a fish by its ability to climb a tree, it will live its whole life as a failure. Yes, yeah. And uh, I knew it was in there somewhere. I put my own spin on it. <laughs> yes. I, think, I think I was a couple of degrees off enough that I can call it my own. There you go. Yeah, that was the, the Utaki take. <laughs> exactly. Uh, we no. are, yeah, built in to compete, and I think there's, there's a lot of valid need for that. I mean, you know, whether it be like you mentioned sports or even in business, we're, we're in competition. I, I think that there's a healthy place for, you know, when you're in the moment and you're, you're competing and you're running against somebody right there, you're going to try harder. You're going to, you're going to give it a little bit more than you would if you were just out on a leisurely stroll on your own. Um, you know, I think there's a time and a place to, to go at it. I think it's unhealthy to live that way, uh, that, uh, you are trying to, uh, compete and, uh, with, with everyone at all costs. Like, cause at the end of the day, um, I'm not trying to be somebody else or to defeat them. They have their own purpose. And, and if I really am a follower of Christ, I want them to win at their level, at Absolutely. their, at their purpose. If anything, I want to champion them along the way. Uh, and, and but that's not a default. I, I we have to choose that way of thinking and we have to nurture that and unfortunately you know most of the metrics for success uh are are at skin deep you know and and it's the things that become quickly comparative as opposed to you know uh how's your walk with christ how are you helping people there's a deeper dive there that you got to get into to uh, champion somebody yeah well I, I like to always kind of try to bring it back to the audience a little bit. You, you think about young businessmen. These are people who are either getting started in a career or maybe found themselves in a, a role of leadership finally in their career, maybe for the first time. And so they're, they're realizing that they need to do more to develop themselves. And uh, hopefully that's why they're listening to podcasts like this. But yeah. I would say like this, ultimately, uh, the podcast is me talking to myself 10 years ago. So, my, you know, a 10-year younger version of myself, I was in the comparison game. I Now, we didn't have all the social media tools back then, which makes yeah. me sound really old, but it, it wasn't to the level that it is now. So yeah. what would happen is, um, you know, I would, I would be hanging out with friends that were, you know, five to eight years older than me sometimes, and I'm sitting there going, man, these guys yeah. have these big houses, and they drive these nice cars, and, you know, they, they have all this money, and they can go on all these vacations, and I had to kind of keep reminding myself, they yeah. got, like, eight years on me, or they have five yeah. years on me. It's like, so it's up to me. Like, now I know what I want to kind of point myself towards, sure. but, yeah. uh, you know, I'm, I'm just not there yet, and i got to be okay with that. But I think, yeah. the, I think the big thing you got to really kind of identify is realizing that earlier in life, will help free you so that you're not basically working yourself into the ground, trying to achieve this unachievable thing. 
of of trying to be what somebody else is. And yes. So that's there's no uh, cheating through this. I mean, like people that are successful, they walk it out. You know, they they hustle, they make it happen. There's no you know curve. You know, to get ahead of the curve, there, there's no there's no way around. You still got to get up and learn. You still got to walk out your business. You still got to make a sale. I guess my point is everything comes in steps, and I can't uh, adjust my steps just because somebody else has 10 years of walking uh, ahead of me mm-hmm. uh, to try to catch up to them, right? I mean I will, I will exhaust myself. I may misstep, trip, fall. Um, I need to be okay with taking the steps that are in front of me and owning them, doing them the best I can. Uh, and being passionate about the very thing that's in front of me. Um, keep your eyes on what's in front of you, I yep. think is huge. Absolutely. Well, I, I will. I do have a confession uh, to make. When you were talking about that in the, uh, in the forum, I was, uh, I was a little flabbergasted because mm-hmm. I, look, uh, I look at what you have done with uh, your businesses in terms of uh, I mean, you've created comic books that have been sold to large publishing companies. You have products that you got patents on and you developed from basically nothing, from an idea all the way to completion. Um, I mean, you've jumped out, out outside of the umbrella of the corporate world and into the entrepreneurial world. And I'm sitting there going, look at all these things that Paul's done. Ooh. I was like, how in the world does Paul say that he's like unsatisfied or he's comparing himself to where he's like kind of not measuring up to somebody else. I'm sitting here on the other side going, wow, this guy's really, really knocking it out of the park. And, uh, mm. so it, for me, it was one of those things where I was, I was kind of a little taken aback, mm. but it, it reminded me of the time that it, in, it's actually on some of our earlier part podcasts, um, Michael Cordone, I don't know, were you there when Michael Cordone uh, came in? Was, Target? Yeah. Okay. So Michael Cordone, he was talking to us about, um, what he does in his business. So he has these auto parts remanufacturing that he mm-hmm. actually takes these parts, refurbishes them, and then resells them um, for older model vehicles. And so one of the things he was talking about at one time was that he uh, would have um, like chaplains in, in, in the building, in the mm-hmm. actual business that he runs to be there to take care of his people and be there to pray for him, just be there to listen to him. But yeah. he, he made it a point to have those kinds of people. And I was like, yeah, that's really cool. He talked about how when Se- September 11th happened that people went to wherever they were safest. So most people went home. He said his attendance was at like 98%. Everybody felt wow. more safe in his offices yeah. than they did yeah. at home. And I thought yeah. that was really cool. But then I realized when I was editing, um, one of the other persons that we had uh, on the podcast, Mark Green from Mardell and Hobby Lobby, he mentioned in our our forum when he or uh, our our not our forum it was our it was it was our mentor forum where he actually came and spoke to our group um, yeah. for about two hours. He yeah. mentioned Michael Cordone and how he thought it was amazing that that he was able to implement that kind of business and he wished that he could do something like that. And I'm like. Mark Green, who's a guy who is probably one of the most successful guys I've talked to, yeah. is looking at this other guy comparing him. So it's a completely natural thing. Yeah. But at the same time, it's it's like I think that'll always be there. But I I want to kind of circle yeah. back to the point of there's a healthy version of it and there's a unhealthy version of it. Yeah, I think if it keeps you from walking out what's what's in front of you, owning your next step and fully embracing it, if it keeps you from doing that, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. However, if it keeps your drive up and makes you want to work all that harder 
and deliver with all that much more excellence on your next step, then it's a good thing. Yeah. So, so how, so you've had a little time to think about this. How would you say that you've been able to kind of flip it to where it motivates you as opposed to discourages you? Well, uh, two things to that. One, I, I have uh, been very intentional about making sure my mind is renewed, that I'm not languishing, you know, uh, and just dwelling on those thoughts. Uh, I do that through reading the scripture. Uh, I do that through going, reading through other books, you know, outside the Bible, uh, doing things to keep the mind stirred up and active and learning. Uh, and um, so just depending on the season will dictate what I read. Um but I also try to sit down with people. I try to sit down with, with, with people I can talk through ideas and, um, and get some counsel. I, I think that that's one of the big things about the forum that I like is, you know, that night was the moment it kind of dawned on me. Wow, I, I may be heading towards a uh, kind of a downward spiral. Uh, so I was able to do something about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, had I not been in that forum that night with those fellas, who knows? I mean, it may not have manifested itself for another couple of weeks in terms of me realizing it and doing something about it. And it, it's uh, possible we saved your life. <laughs> <laughs> that is so true. Oh man. man. I'm taking Matt, credit for this. I know you're listening to this. I owe you a big one. <laughs> uh, just earned a crown in heaven from God. There we go. Right on. Uh, so before we get too far down that road and, and uh, God smites us, uh, we'll steer back. <laughs> <laughs> I, the, the other thing is, I go back to what's my vision. I go back to my personal mission statement and, and I reevaluate, am I doing that? If so, I'm on the right path and I just need to keep owning it. Uh, and for me, my, my personal mission statement has become simply this. I create content that mentors and disciples and I want to do anything and everything that can help achieve that, right? If I'm heading down the road of being able to mentor people and disciple people with content, uh, then, then I am doing what I'm called to do. And I believe I'm heading down the road to, to the end, the bigger things that matter that, that will seem, uh, intended by God for me to do. Um, and, and so I, I've, I've spent quite a bit of time recently rewriting just personally, what does that look like? What are my visions? What are my passions for? What can I accomplish this year that pushes that direction so that I'm not just doing the same thing I did last year, signing up for client with clients, signing up for projects that, that may pay well or, or you know, cover the, the needs for the next few months, but actively pursuing things that are mentorship and discipleship focused. And that has stirred up an incredible amount of zeal, passion, excitement, action, for 2017, uh, I've, I've been I've committed to doing some really in big things, taking some swings at uh, some of those bigger dreams, and um, it's all because of you and the YBT. Oh my gosh, I feel, man, I'm I'm riding on cloud nine right now. This is amazing. Let's go do it. <laughs> well, there was there was two things that you said that I really latched onto. Uh, one, you talked about identifying what you were called to do, and I think that that's one of the things that, again, if I was talking to myself ten years ago, I didn't know what I was called to do. And I, but to be fair, I didn't really try to find out either. Like I, I I knew that I wanted to make a lot of money and I knew that I wanted to, you know, get married and and have kids, but I didn't know what I loved to do. I knew that I was good at what I was currently doing, but I never took the time to invest in myself. And so I would say if I'm, if I'm talking to that person who's kind of connecting with that right now, 
you need to find somebody who's going to help you or find the tools to help you identify what you're passionate about. What, what are your gifts? What are the things that are going to help you identify what you're called to do mm-hmm. so that that can be essentially your mission statement of what you always uh, put different things up against to identify whether or not you should be doing it. And I would add to that and say this, if you are, you know, the 10 year younger version of us, if you're in your twenties and you're just getting started, uh, I would not, I would, my recommendation to you is do not lose sleep over trying to answer that tonight. Do not lose sleep over trying to figure that out tomorrow. Go pursue what is in front of you and do it with excellence. Get experiences under your belt because you need to be able to, the way I did this and uh, figure this out is you got to be able to look back down the mountain and see what were the wins and the successes. Uh-huh. It's just too hard to look up the mountain and predict what you're going to care about five years from now. What's really going to stir you up? Because you know it's, it's one thing to say a lot of money. It's a different thing to say a lot of money helping a business market through direct mail. You know yeah. that stirs you up. Uh, I could not have answered. I want to help people learn, but I couldn't have defined it and say through entertaining content. Yeah. Uh, it stirs me up to write a story. It stirs me up to see, see somebody watch it and then talk about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I couldn't have known that ten years ago. And I'll, I'll add one practical element here. This is a shout out to another group here in, in Tulsa. Um, your One Degree, uh, that's their mission. Uh, YOD is helping people identify the up arrows, the green lights in their life, from all the things that it could be to the things that really stir you up individually. Mm-hmm. You know? um, and I went through that, and uh, I, I speak, I think, very highly of, of their mission. Well, that's, that's fantastic. And that, that's what I'm talking about is finding those, those people, those tools, those organizations, whatever it may be. I mean, uh, obviously, with, with even just our mentor for, or our, our member forum, you know, getting in there and just starting to talk and just kind of pulling that stuff out where you wouldn't normally even think about it. But I think when you get enough people in there talking and, and the gears start churning, it, it kind of changes everything for you. And so yeah. especially when there's organizations or tools out there that – really get your mind thinking. Uh, I don't think there's any, you know, magic thing that they do. It's, it's more along the lines of they're asking you questions and they're questioning what your motives are and what you're doing, not to break you down, but to help you really figure out who the real you is. Because once you know that, I think that that's going to align with what God has created you to do. And if you're able to operate in, what you were designed and created to be, that's mm-hmm. where your truth, that's where you're going to be, be the most fulfilled, but that's also where you're going to find the most success as well. And I would say you can't know that without some momentum, without some experiences. You just got to move forward and then react. I don't think you can perfectly plan out the plan and then go execute the plan. Yeah. Right. Uh, and I'm a planner, so that's, that's difficult. And, for me. and I am too. I, I mean, plans matter. They, yeah. they, they are required. Uh, my point is when you're talking about your life and, and in the direction of your calling, I think a lot of that is found in the, in, in the trenches. Uh-huh. You, you, you can't just go plot it out and walk it out. I, I think it's you start heading in a direction and, you, and then you steer and then you move and you react to, okay, maybe it's, it's less of that, more of this. Oh, that really – I want to do that. That stirs me up. I lose sleep over that. Yeah. Um, I think that's how you find it. You know, I, I, Creativity in many cases is not – uh, building something cool and fun, and creative. It's more like 
the removal of all the things that it's not supposed to be. Yeah, it's say, it's saying yes to like what we were talking about earlier. It's saying yes to one specific thing, but that also means that you're saying no to everything else. Exactly, exactly. You know, case in point. You know, if we're trying to do a, a creative concept for a script, uh, there's probably more time spent throwing out ideas that it's not going to be and recognizing why that won't work or shouldn't work that walks us towards figuring out what the real good plan should be, right? It's, it's, so it's not that, oh, let's try this. Oh, it's not that. Okay, what about this? Nope, it's not that. And then you're left with something that is um, good, hopefully. You know, uh, th- that's how you whittle it down in many cases. Yeah, I was actually listening to a podcast this morning and it was talking about creating content and writing. It's like you're not truly writing until your trash, uh, trash bin is full. And basically what they're saying is, you just got to start going. You just got to start putting it out there, putting things together and, and trying things out. And if it doesn't work, throw it away. But yeah. once you kind of got into that process where you've eliminated all the things that you don't want it to be, that's when you really start getting more dialed into what it should be. And if I can jump on that, there was something we talked about at that in our forum that uh, I kind of threw out there to everybody that has meant a lot to me uh, in terms of, of that very thought of stripping away all of the things that you're not supposed to be so that you can then discover who you are supposed to be. In that same mindset, uh, I had kind of this, this um, five-point plan for doing that spiritually. And I mentioned it that night. That's right, can, yeah. I'll run through it real quick. Um, you know, th- these, this is not mine. Uh, this was given to me by a friend. He did not write it. It was given to him by someone. And so, unfortunately, I couldn't accurately credit whoever wrote this out. But I believe in it. Uh, so the key, some, some awesome keys to following God's voice in your life. How do you know what God wants you to do? What's his calling for you, right? Okay, step one, you got to spend time with God. You have to read the word. You have to fellowship with him. You can't know him. You can't distinguish his voice from another without spending time with him. And it doesn't have to be crazy amounts of time, it does, but it has to be consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, step two, cut away selfish motives. Consciously make effort to let go of any and all selfish motives that God is showing you when you're walking with him, right? I mean, it can't be a vending machine God. This isn't, hey, God, I want this, and then he gives it to you. That's, it's, let's, we're going to strip away all the selfish motives through seeking God. And I think that's powerful. That frees us up to, to um, truly seek him and know him and uh, strip away the selfishness. Step three, have a heart that is ready to obey. So, so, Lord, whatever you have for me to do, I'm willing. Step four, believe in the character of God, of the God that we serve. Believe that you know about God to be true. You know that his favor, his love, his grace, and his promises for you are real. Okay, so now with all of that done, you spent time with him. You've cut away your selfishness. You, you're willing to jump when he says jump, and you believe that everything he wants from you is truly good. Um, then you can trust and follow the desires of your heart because what's left is what you should walk out and follow. Those are the desires that God gives you through his communion, through communion with him and, and uh, through a heart that is surrendered to him. Those are the desires that are real. I'm, I'm glad that you brought that back up and shared that because that was, that was a huge takeaway and you actually texted it out to everybody. But spending time with God, you're not going to know God. You can't be like God or, or allow God to even run your life if you don't know who he is. So yeah. that, that time with God is really important. That's definitely one of the things that I need to work on, you know, even more. But And then removing those selfish motives, mm-hmm. um, 
That was, man, you're like, you're making it really difficult here. <laughs> well, one and, one and two are like the ones that I got to work on. Well, exactly. And, and I do too. I mean, I'm preaching to me here. It, it, it jumped off the page when my friend shared this with me. Yeah. It's as simple as this. And yet it's as profound as this, right? I mean, it, you can look at it both ways. It's spend time with God, cut away your selfish desires. And the things that are left, oh my gosh, not only are they of God, but they are going to be very, very fulfilling. Yeah. If you can walk out what's left, it will be more satisfying, more amazing, more engaging than any of the selfish things that you would have pursued, right? I uh-huh. mean, you, you told a story about you saved up, you worked hard for a specific thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe it was a watch. Yeah. And, and, and then the moment you had it, it lost its luster. Yeah. I don't even wear it anymore. Well, and, and, and so how many of those things are born out of, and I don't mean to throw you under the bus here, a selfish desire... I think we can we can have nice watches. We we can have nice things. We should you know set goals and pursue them. Um, but it if it's not that will lose its luster, right? I mean, right. It, it, it's it wasn't just, true value. It's just a thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so um, you're going anyway. deep, Paul, man. Oh, <laughs> it's okay. just a thing. You're going deep. <laughs> I like it. And it's as true for every listener that's listening to this as it is for you and me. Yeah. God is as personal and as direct and as passionate about fulfilling the plans that he has for you, the listener, as he does for you, Evan, and, and for me. Uh-huh. And, and that is amazing and uh, should just be owned, just dwelled on, right? Yeah. Well, one of, if I were to even just kind of wrap that all up into one thing, it's really just trusting God. And, and even getting into the comparison thing we talked about in the very beginning, if you truly trust God, you don't have to compare. Because you know that you are being the best version of yourself that you possibly can be. And one of, one of the things that uh, kind of we talked about kind of towards the end of this was that if you're always focused on somebody else or you're always trying to be somebody else and mm. you're always pushing yourself to be, to take their path, like what you were saying, that my path is not your path. If you're always trying to take their path, the best that you'll be is second place. You will never achieve a better them than them. Right. But you can be the best version of yourself. And I believe that for me, that's one of the, and and I try to kind of figure out a way to incorporate it in in more of these podcasts as we're doing more of them, is I I want our listeners to realize that only you are capable of being the best version of you. You're not capable of being the best version of somebody else. There's a ton of Elvis impersonators out there. Oh, yeah. But none of them are Elvis. Yes, Elvis was his own unique thing. And he was so unique that everybody wanted, or there's a lot of people that want to be like him, but no one will ever achieve the level that he was. Because at some point, like if he stops being him, everybody's got to wait until he does something else. Mm-hmm. And so that's, that's, that's that whole point behind you. the very best you'll be is second best. And, and I, I, would argue, I don't think that's what God created you to be. Yeah, I would argue to Elvis, had Elvis set out to be and do everything that he ended up doing and being, he wouldn't have succeeded. Yeah. He, he became what he was because he walked out and did the most he had with the next thing, right? Yeah. I mean, he didn't know at the beginning of his career where it was going to end and how many records he would sell and, 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 and how well he would do and, and become this icon. He pursued that. He probably desired great fame and fortune, but he couldn't have predicted the path it took. Right. He just did what was in front of him, right? Uh, so even he couldn't make him be what he was. He, he, he pre-planned. He, he had to just walk it out. Yeah. And the path 
took that route. I, I, if I could, I would leave with one uh, scripture here, and I think it kind of puts a button on everything we've talked about, uh, and it's Jeremiah twenty nine eleven, and it simply says this, and this is the NIV version, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans to prosper you, not to harm you, plans to give you hope and a future. And I think that speaks to our desire to be successful, to know that our future is guaranteed or fulfilling, uh, and, and that our plan, unique to ours, to ourselves, is going to be prosperous and not harmful, and that, that God really does have one for us. Yeah. We can have confidence in that. And if you really know who God is, you'll trust him to know that his plan is the best plan for you. My, my goal then is not to make millions of dollars, though that will be the fruit of my efforts, that's, I intend for that to happen, yeah. but that's the goal anymore, right? right. It's, the goal is to go take care of people. And, and so I think uh, that's a scripture that we can focus on more and more as we start this year. So Jeremiah 29, 11. Paul, thank you for taking the time to kind of open up and at least uh, have a deeper conversation with me. So, you know, for, for me, this, is, this, has been, this has been amazing because these are the kind of conversations that I want to have. These are the kind of uh, challenges that I want to put out to the, the listeners is kind of getting you to look at things differently. We, let's not float through life just going from work day to, to weekend. Let's let's be intentional with what we're trying to do. And beyond that, let's try to really focus on who, who are, what's the best version of us? What yeah. were we designed to do? What's what, 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 what did God create us to be? And how can we fulfill our purpose and be impactful in this world? Can't have that, a solid answer for that. Make the absolute most of what is right in front of you. Absolutely. Absolutely. Paul, thank you for joining us and uh, we'll catch you guys on the next podcast. Young businessmen, thank you for listening. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. And if you'd like to learn more about the young businessmen of Tulsa, check out our website at www.ybtok.com or email us at ybtoklahoma@gmail.com. at If you live in the Tulsa area and would like to hear one of our great speakers live at our monthly luncheon, we meet on the second Monday of every month from 12 to 1 p.m. Like us on Facebook for details about locations and upcoming speakers. Lastly, if you like what you hear, please leave us a review on iTunes and share us with your friends. Thank you for tuning in to the Young Businessmen of Tulsa podcast, where we connect, develop, and inspire young businessmen to find and pursue their purpose.